We are winter. At Hardman Snow Fighting, our team is ready for any and all wintry weather we will be getting here in the great state of Illinois. Hartman Snow Fighting is a local company that treats each customer as if they are the only one. Hartman Snow Fighting performs snow and ice management to commercial, retail, and industrial customers in the Chicago market. For more information, call 224-801-5500 and ask for Zach. Or you can email Zach at HartmanSnowFighting.com. That is Hartman with two N's. Hartman Snow Fighting. We are winter. The Club 400 Podcast is on the air back where it always should be. We are in Club 400. The Club 400 Podcast is on the air right where it belongs. Man, we got a crew here tonight. Nicole actually made it on time. That's <laughs> the first time. It. You know what? That's because you guys told me what time to be here, and I was here. Oh, Otherwise, it. you were like, yeah, hmm. I'll just show up at 8, and I show up at 8, and I you knew, guys started at 7. I knew like, there was what? a glitch in the system, you for know sure. What? You know what? It's called planning. That's it's what it's called. It's good when the family is back together yeah. on a night like tonight. We're bringing the Man, band back together. We've been busy. We've been busy. I promise you that. We're going to bring a... We're going to bring a lot of information to you guys tonight, and we have, let's introduce our special guests who are going to join us this entire time, man. Some guys that I've met uh, through some mutual friends, and they are the Salsa Kings of Chicago. They are brothers, Mike and Marty. Welcome to the Club 400 Podcast. I can't tell you how happy I am that you were here, and we just had a salsa party, didn't we, William? Stu's bringing the heat. I can feel it. <laughs> It's going I to his head. Extra hot, man. I, I'm feeling the heat right now. I'll tell you that. Like, that's a Lee Smith 99-mile-per-hour fastball right down the middle, no doubt. So, so, Mike and Marty, what's up, man? Very hot is in the back of my throat right now. <laughs> and hot. he means salsa. <laughs> hey We're a minute 12 into the podcast, and we've already so, started. We're going like, to start this podcast, and we're going we're gonna to talk about Mike and Marty and the, the Salsa King. Are you going to let Mike say anything, or are you just no, going to jump I'm right okay. Just uh, no. continue, continue. No, I'm just saying, like, we're, we're going to have the brothers oh, okay. on tonight, all right, all right, all right. and we're going to talk about, all about their company. Okay. And, uh, like, I'm in full board support of these guys, man, because like, there's four things I like in life. I like beer. I like chicken wings. I like salsa, and I like hot sauce. And mm. these guys bring I the best salsa. I'm saying it right now. It's right insane. now, I would not support a salsa that wasn't unbelievable. These guys have the best salsa I've ever had. I don't disagree with that. It's We're so going to find out how they started the company, who Thank has the guys. better salsa, Mike or Marty. There's going to be a lot of things on it's close tonight. Maybe some family secrets. Maybe a few family feuds, man. But if oh. people stay on for the whole time, they may find find out about a potential collaboration down the road too. Perhaps exactly. We, Are you giving it away already? No, nope. I'm just saying. I'm, you want to stick I mean, around, listen to the whole thing. All right, Bill Watts. That's for you. It's called a tease. So yeah, that's a teaser. And uh, I did we'll want to get on. Like, I, I think we should start the show off tonight because we haven't really talked or got together since. The Frank Schwindel party here with Ron Coomer, man. Was that oh, a blast tank. or what? That was amazing. Frank the Tank. That was so good. That was a good one. That was so good. I tell you what. Like, They're all good ones. They are. They're all good ones, no matter what. And they no all come what, with like a different but, perspective. They oh, all totally. come with different, The last know. two Club 400 parties here, uh, Patrick Wisdom and Frank Schwindel, I don't know what it is, but like 
The future. These guys are young the future guys. Of the Cubs. Mm-hmm. They don't have like huge egos. Yeah. They, they don't have an entourage yeah, with they them. They came by themselves. They walk in well, and they're just they're they fit in like they're one of the guys. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. A guy that you go out to the bar with, you know. And I mean, that's the great thing. Like I'm going in this 2022 season, and I'm looking forward to like watching these guys play because they have a big fan in me, and I, and I know they have a big fan in a lot of Club 400 people's hearts because both those parties were, were excellent. And Frank brought his uh, beautiful wife, Kat, here, and she was unbelievable, too. And it was just a great night, Nicole. What did you think of the whole situation? I thought it was incredible. I thought, and it was hard because naturally you kind of compare the Wisdom Party to the Schwindel Party, right? You know, we're kind of like, okay, Schwindel, Patrick stayed till 1.30. What are you going to do? But, you know, he's got a little boy at home and stuff. And Kat came. They were incredible, both of them. And I kind of joked with Frank because I was like, uh, Kat kind of almost stole the show. Because she was so great. great. She was so sweet, down yeah. to earth, so easy to talk to. Frank was so great. I mean, High school sweethearts. Yeah. They, no, school they sweethearts. met in middle school. They, they met, met in middle school. They yeah. all had the same friends. They have an unbelievable group of people. And she told me, like, you know, they, they had a, a baby boy last year. This mm-hmm. was the first time they left together. And they had, you know, I think her mom and dad were babysitting or whatever. And she, she says, you know, this is the first time that we've gotten out since, you know, we had our kid. And, you know, they were going to Chicago that night. And I think they were spending the next night in Chicago. And a little just, date just, night. Yeah, I thought that was sweet. Stuff, but, you know, she told me that a great compliment when they were leaving. I always walk everybody out of the house when we leave. And she said, that was worth part of our date weekend, you know. She's like, that was a great event. You know, I thought we've, we celebrated Frank awesome. But Frank, yeah. uh, man, that Frank and Ron both stepped up in big ways to help us raise somebody. At yeah, don't forget about night. Ron Coomer. Yeah, Ron Coomer. He was, he was hilarious. He was amazing. You got to have him back again. Man, oh, he was Ron so good. Ron Coomer is part of the Club 400 family, no doubt. And, you know, I got to hang out with Ron at Cubs Fantasy Camp. And uh, you can definitely uh, look forward to some uh, Club 400 collaborations with Coomer's Corner in Lockport really soon. I promise you. Me and Ron have already spoke on the phone. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a perfect match. We're going to – we're going to uh, – Support each other, and uh, I understand they're going to have a certain kind of salsa there too. Oh well, yes, they are. The, o- the only if they know what's good for them. <laughs> oh, they know. So you, they, you know, we're like the mafia. Like you got to if you're if you're with us, you got to take everything we got. Yeah, know, so. the mafia. We're like, we're like a big family. From a yacht club to a mafia, <laughs> Club Four Hundred podcast. But if, uh, coming right if, at uh, you. I want to give a special <laughs> shout out to uh, Hootie Productions for Huddy. putting together an awesome video that we released last week. It's Hootie. Hootie and Huddy. the Blowfish. Huddy Productions. Huddy Productions. Okay, awesome. this is the only second video they made. I promise you I will pronounce her name right on the next time. But How do you say Huddy my Productions last name? How do you say Nicole's have last name? They've done a great job. You know, they're the ones. Well, Nicole's actually coordinating that. Like the No, her last name. How do you say that? And stuff. How do you say the la- her last name? Goy. Okay. All right. Let's spell it. Let's spell it and he'll get a gold star. Spell it. G-E-U. G-E-U. Oh, that's good. Good job. Good job. What do you guys think? I'm slipping here? No, no, Hud- no, Hudson, Hudson from Huddy Productions. Yeah, Huddy, yeah, was those guys were great, and absolutely. you know what? I mean, that's what we talk about. Like, I got to give full props to Nicole for bringing him in there. You know, we always wanted to do video, and now we're, we're yeah, we're definitely going to do a video from this point on. And uh, I look forward to our partner partnership with those guys. Yeah, he's a good guy, and yeah, he he loves it, and um, he's a young kid, and uh, we. You know, we support each other, so we're looking forward uh, to working together this summer because we got a lot of stuff going on. Speaking of stuff going on, Nicole, well, we went to Las Vegas, right? I went to Vegas with you guys. I Talk didn't about- really talk much about this, yeah. but uh, 
with everything going on, you know, I was more concentrated on the Frank Schwindel party. But, right, right. You know, uh, a little bit about last 25 minute. guys went down to yep. Vegas and played baseball together. Right. And uh, It sounds like the beginning of a joke. 25 guys went to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> What stays? We had a blast, didn't we, Nicole? I had I had so much fun. I'm still on a high. It was amazing. So we got to, and it was fun because everybody was collaborating with Club 400. Everybody was kind of giving Club 400 the props and wanted to go through Club 400. And then all these guys just love the Cubs and they love to play baseball. I met some really cool guys. It really was fun. And then, not to mention Lori, she was amazing. Lori Saki, actually, uh, she cow. runs the Randy Hunley Fantasy Camp. Yeah. And, uh, Lori, I don't. She don't. There's only like ten people that actually listen to this podcast, right, William? Yeah, and I think eight of them want to know how you did hitting before oh. the injury. I was well, going to say, should, we, should that, we talk about the injury? I mean, I hit. I mean, because you were talking a lot in the last couple was, of shows about your training with Sammy Sosa's trainer, and I'm going to hit a home run. So, Rockets. So you called yourself I, uh, Rocket Man. I trained with Sammy Sosa's batting coach Julian Martinez. Thanks to Smitty for hooking that up three different times. I met with him, and I'll tell you what. I went to that fantasy camp, and I represented hard, man. I was hitting bullets. I'm talking bullets, William. Not little bloopers. I'm talking bullets right up the middle, man. And that's what uh, Julian told me. He's like, you take it to center every time. And I took it to center, man. But I also injured I, myself in the process. <laughs> I do have to say I did a little research because I knew this would come up. And Uh-oh. I don't think they're as bullety as you're describing. <laughs> I think oh, it was waiting. better than last time is what I got. No, this was not better than last time. This was like, I'm putting myself up there right now. I'm going to say it on the Club 400 the podcast radio. Top five hitters of that. One of the top five. Mm, that's not what I heard. Oh, wait, you but, know what? Okay. My phone's ringing. Hold on. That's the Cubs. Hold, hello? <laughs> yeah. They were calling for you, yeah. too. No. They're going to sign five. you during that's the strike. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best thing I to do. We, hey, we had some bombs hit out there. You know? Did, who, and who Zach who Hartman hit Zach Hartman, the MVP. Yep. He yep. had two. He He's a sponsor really, of ours, isn't he? Runs, but I don't make the rules. I thought the other he one did. was a home run. He sponsored our Christmas party. Yeah. Hartman snow fighting. So, yeah, Zach hit a home run. A couple other guys hit some bombs. But, yeah, no one had the consistency of me. I was like pretty much like Pete Rose that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm, I'm just Banned gonna, from I'm the gonna, game or what? We're just going to let <laughs> which him part stay of, there. <laughs> which part? Charlie, did they call you Stu Hustle? Oh, man. <laughs> I ran like Charlie Hustle because uh-huh. he, he wasn't a fast runner. but But you are. I mean, I am. Dude, they called me the statue guy. <laughs> they called me the human statue because, like, the ball was hit to me, and I, I didn't move that much. Frank. <laughs> what's his name, Frank? Iwanski? John? Okay. John? Yeah. He's going to kill me. By the way, we just posted guy. today. I know. The Fergie. Hard working on the Fergie Jenkins statue that will debut this year. I think it's May 21st, I think. He called but, me uh, and said he was doing a Stu McVicker one. Because you had such a pose when you were in Vegas, so he got some great photos, and he oh. said it's going to be easy. It'll go together quickly. Yeah, so I uh, my last at bat, I'm I swung and I knew something that was not right, and then I struck out on the third pitch. But as soon as I swung, I'm like, oh, that wasn't something wasn't right there, you know. It's not good. So uh, I ended up going to the uh, ER on Monday morning, and they took an X-ray, and they said, ah, we need you back for MRI. You might have to have surgery. Uh, I tore a tendon from basically my uh, uh, elbow to my wrist, and I woke up Saturday morning, and, you know, we were going out, of course. If we're in Vegas, we're partying and stuff. What? You? Believe it or not, mm-hmm. we partied, okay. and uh, I, kept so I thought in, I, I slept on my hand wrong because I woke up the next day, and I'm like, man, I got three fingers that are 
really numb. I'm like, I think I might have slept on my hand wrong or something. But I didn't really take into account, like, how bad I actually injured myself. And, you know, it's all kind of connected together. So I figured it out maybe about three hours later that day that, oh, yeah, I must have something going on up. You know, it's got to be a connected thing. But uh, thankfully, we avoided surgery. I fucking hit, like, 450. I mean, what more do you want to know? I mean, it was just yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, that was totally Nicole, it. you know what? Every time I was fucking up the bat... Oh, sorry, I swore. Twice. I apologize about that. Come on, let's keep it PG. Hey, just because your mom just left to go out of town doesn't True. mean you can... And she just had the Salsa King Salsa, did she not? She, she did, but that doesn't her. mean you can open the door to a potty mouth no. on I this know. show. Let's keep it clean. This is a family oh, oh, show. Nicole's giving me that look. Um, <laughs> you will not hear one more swear word from me for the rest of the night. She ate the very hot also. That's she did. <laughs> I think it was the salsa. It's bringing out the fire in me. Tonight. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, Anyways, yeah, um, great things happening yeah. with oh. Randy Hunley Fantasy Camp. We kept him in check. Stu was yeah. Stu was behaving. That was yeah, kind we of had my a good job. weekend. We had a good weekend. Uh, Ed Lynch was there. Yeah. Bob Dernier was there, and uh, we had a great night with Hartman Brothers, uh, Zach and Eric. Now, we have to give yeah. a shout out to Eric Hartman though, because he kind of headed this up. Yeah, he you headed know, this up. was he was yep. kind of the visionary for this whole thing. Yeah, and it I was mean, awesome. You know, hang out with Ed Lynch, man. I'll tell you what, that that's a blast. Like, I got to know Ed Lynch, you know, on another level uh, during that this camp, this particular camp, and uh, he's awesome, man. I'm looking for. He's never been to Club Format before, William, but he's I, I he's coming here. I think uh, if we hook that one guy that we've been talking about a little bit, like number I think 21, if somehow he gets here, I think we'll get Ed Lynch here at the same time. Who obviously signed to his biggest contract he ever had. I think it was $42 million, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah, I don't remember, wow. but that's incredible. I, you know, sorry to ask you tough questions on the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of that. Ryan, you should know all. Speaking of tough questions. No, when you don't know this, when you guys were out there, you yeah. guys know the comedian um, Sebastian Maniscalco? He's Italian. How could I not? Okay. He was out there doing a show, and he went by the um, the field or whatever we were, we're playing. And he called and left us a message. No, he didn't. And now they, you see all these people walking around with the Q-tips hanging from their earlobes? What are those? The, the iPods, right? I, I don't do iPods. I don't. I, I'm a, I come from, you know, the Walkman, right? You had the Walkman. You clipped it to your belt, the cord and everything, right? I don't do iPods, right? And what are these people listening to? They're listening the podcast, right? I know my favorite podcast is Club 400 podcast, right? Stories about Cub fans. I put that on in my Walkman, right? Shocking, isn't it? How did, what? What? Call <laughs> <laughs> their face. Who was that? We got street cred. No, 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 because I listen to him all the time. So He's one of my favorites. I know. So I'm trying to figure out how you did that, William. Because if you have any... Pretty good over there. I didn't do anything. I wasn't there. He called. He called the hotline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. All right, next. Sounded like you. Uh, next, let's just move on where we're going to next, right? Next, we're going to Muscatine. Right? Oh, Muscatine. Muscatine. Who's going to Muscatine? Are the Salsa Kings going to Muscatine? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They're what? probably like, what the hell are you talking about here? Muscatine. Yeah. Oh, what is Muscatine? Muscatine? Iowa. Could you uh, phrase that in the form of a question? What is Muscatine? Yes. Trivia night. You just Trivia. did that. I know. I know. That would be great. Okay. At least we, we can so, put some salsa yeah. there no matter what. I'm sure. Well, there's going to be 100, 200 people, something like that. 
And this is, I and mean, that's just one place. There's but this is bars gonna be there for and stuff. Club 400. Like, right. Yeah, all the money is going money. to Club 400. All right, yeah. Lawrence. I want to thank Dave Arnold. I think he was the guy who he, got this him, thing going. Yes, yeah. he totally got it going. We will answer the question, though. What that is Muscatine? That was really nice of Dave to do that. Like, yeah, we are always looking to, you know, we were looking to do, like, we what we did with Nicole and Heather this uh, past year, to do stuff like that, like, yeah. to get more personal with the fans and, uh, right. You know, one of, the, like, one of the things we are working on more than anything is fundraising. And, uh, you, know, so, you know, there's a lot of great things we could do. We have so many ideas, but now we just need some money. So, we just, yeah, we need <laughs> so some we'll figure money. it out as we go. But So uh, to answer your question about Muscatine, um, a few months ago we had a party for uh, a young boy, Ryder Cologne. Riker. Riker. It's all right. Ryder? Come on. The salsa is going to my <laughs> going to my tongue. He tried the too hot. Was he here? Yeah. Yeah, he was here. Yeah, he was here for the party. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyway, they they live in Muscatine. So, we were trying to rally the city to help support the party we were having here. It was awesome. We had yeah. a part we had a live podcast that was actually aired on TV. And uh, full bar and stuff like that. It was it great. It was so much fun. We own that town. <laughs> so now they came that up with night we did. So now they can't. Yeah. yeah that hotel took care of us, Nicole. And Nicole hooked us up. What was the name of the hotel? Uh, the Merrill. The Merrill. Yep, the Merrill. Took care of us. And, uh, yeah. They were awesome. They were right good to the us. Water, right on the water. Yeah. And they're going to hook us up again. So. And they had a bar that was open at 12 o'clock, which I really and truly enjoyed that. Because... Uh, mm-hmm. I think I got home before midnight, which is not like me. But anyways, uh, I'll tell you what. Looking forward to going out there. No, he didn't. All, all the guys. Are, I mean, it's going to be like a club. Fact check. Can we <laughs> fact check that? I specifically remember walking you guys to the hotel. That was not midnight. But no. okay, whatever. But that's all right. That's he okay. can remember it that way if you want. Yeah, if, if you want to remember it like that. But um, I, a couple things I wanted to talk about. Look forward to an announcement for a Randall Roadhouse meat raffle party over there at our friends Dennis from Randall's. We went there Saturday night with the Salsa Kings. Yes. Well, we one of the Salsa Dennis. Kings. And, and uh, ironically, they're going to be serving the Salsa King Salsa with our, Club 400 beer. Yeah, we already got that locked up. Well, I know it. Dennis uh, tried uh, your guys' salsa and he loved it, didn't yeah. he? He loved it. Oh, he yeah. Did. Yeah, yeah, he's in. And you know what? He, yeah, he's, a, he's the best. And uh, yeah, it was a great, we had a great night that night, didn't we? So I had to pick my truck up two days later, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have it? <laughs> I wasn't sure you got it yet. It was today. <laughs> so nice. look forward to that announcement. Oh, man, I, I, I just throw this in here real quick, guys. We're going to move on. we got we got to get to the Salsa Kings. That's why we're I here know. tonight. Yeah, but, we're uh, moving. We're moving and shaking. Yeah. Club 400 condo. We're hard at work with that, oh, Nicole. Man, oh, man, yeah. You're doing a good job, Stu. Aiden, my guy. It's, it's going to be uh, worth it. 10, uh, 1050 West Waveland. By the way, happy birthday, Aiden, 60 years old. 60 years. I went down there on Saturday, and... Um, he's my brother from across the pond. He's the best. And, uh, Aiden. So he's like, let's go to, uh, let's go to, let's Irish, go to my place Ireland. and party on the third floor. And I said, okay. That's my son's name. So I'm sitting Aiden? there, and like, all it's these people name. start walking in there. And then I'm like, what the hell's going on, Aiden? He goes, well, I turned 60 on Tuesday. So he, he knew they were having a party for him, but he didn't say anything about it to me. So, yeah, next thing you know, there's all these people here. We're partying on 1050 Waveland, and uh, it was a great night celebrating Aiden's 60th birthday, uh, a partner of Club 400 for sure. 
Uh, and yeah, he's the GC of the condo. He's doing a great job. We're he's the best. Working hard on it. Now. He is the I'm best. I'm loving the pictures. Oh yeah, we broke that thing wide open. Oh, it it's looks so wide good. open. And uh, now we're working on the bathroom and tile picking and all that fun stuff. You, know? you guys are gonna want to be there. Oh, the goal is opening day, obviously. So, but I do have a do. I do have an announcement tonight. Uh, our first game together at Wrigley Field will be on Saturday, April 23rd at Aiden's Rooftop. Uh, tickets will go on sale soon. Um, I think it's someone's special birthday that day, too. I won't say who, but... Somebody who's here at the table? No. Mm, no? No. Well, okay. there's a couple birthdays that weekend, but... Mm, okay. So, April right. 23rd, uh, I think it's Cubs for Cincinnati Reds. Uh, look for that ticket link soon. And obviously, we're going to have the Salsa Kings there, man. I mean, they're riding with us the whole well, entire way. I as long as they sure. bring salsa. Always. <laughs> I mean, That's the only caveat. I mean, you're great salsa, and all, but the salsa kind of takes center and Pretty stage. soon, they're going to say, as long as you bring the beer. <laughs> yeah, right? That's they what I be said. A country song. Before we came on tonight. You I bring said, the salsa, I'll bring the beer. Marty's been so good to yeah. me. I mean, he's no. probably gave me like 20 I'll salsas. I'll write the lyrics. And uh, I, I have not given any beer. So now we have to work this agreement out. I am all about salsa for beer. Like, that would be the greatest <laughs> trade of all time. That's barter. Like, that's a talk. fair trade, and it's a, a, a great trade. Uh, but uh, I just want, before we bring the Salsa Kings in here, I wanted to make an announcement. A lot of people are asking about what's going on for spring training this year. And obviously, we're trying to figure it out ourselves. Uh, hopefully, the players and the owners can make a deal, and uh, we can make sure that uh, spring training starts on time. And uh, so... I'm going out there. I don't know when, but uh, I just was. I've made so many, tr you know, plans to go on trips, and I've had to cancel them because of COVID. So I'm like, I'm just going to wait it out and see how it plays out. But yeah, we will definitely be down there. Nicole's never been to spring training I've before. I've never been. Mm -hmm. Heather and I always talked about it. And William, mm -hmm. oh, he's been to spring training before. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have. So, yeah, I there's mean, no stories there there's no <laughs> whatsoever. Stories. So, I highly doubt that. Mm, yeah. And I, I do have to report, because we're going to go into really classy shit here, but, like, William, I called you. You called me earlier today, right? And you said, guess what happened to me today? And you were on a – tell us what happened today. Because I would never expect this out of you, that you would fail like this that oh, miserably, no. man. <gasps> Stu, be nice. What? I have happened? absolutely no idea what, what you're talking no, about. No, you ran happened. out of toilet paper at your house. yesterday. Yeah, but still. Okay. You're the toilet paper guy. He's always worried about toilet paper. Yeah, no, I, 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 did I take a picture and send it to you? Because I wanted please, to. I was please, in the store. Please say no. <laughs> that sounds like another story. Yeah. Uh, we've told it so many yeah, times. It's, it's well known on the anymore. podcast. William does I have not, a toilet paper. William, I just want to make sure there's toilet paper. But how could you me. run out of toilet paper? You're the guy that doesn't run out of toilet paper. I don't know. This I is don't your know. House. I didn't even know. My wife had to call me to tell me <laughs> you might want to stop and get some toilet paper. And all I could do is giggle. <laughs> So then I told her your story and how you embellish it every time you tell it. And it she gets goes, bigger and bigger. She goes, you know what? No, you spot on. <laughs> you are like that. And I'm like, oh. Oh. Shoot. I guess Mia I do have speaks. a thing. Yeah, she, oh. Mia yeah. does speak. You know, we should have speaks, Mia on the podcast. Nope. She speaks loud. Nope. Yeah. Nope. We, we should have Mia on the podcast. Banned. That's my vote. No, she will not be on let's, the podcast. Let's bring her. Bring are her. we going to talk to the salsa so guys here? here we are. I'm going to start off like this. Wait one second. 
When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snow plowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. All right, you probably forgot what you were going to say now, but go ahead. Now you can go. No, so as you know, if you've been to Club 400, guys, uh, a special friend of mine, uh, Brian and uh, Sarah Flanagan. Uh, awesome. They had a big, well, they always have a big party with the Modern Day Romeos before the uh, the big festival here in Crystal Lake. And I, and I went over to their house, and you know they put a big spread out there. I went in the kitchen. I said, oh, look, at ooh, this looks interesting here. This salsa looks good. Let me try mm. this out. Mm. So I tried that salsa, and I'm like, this is fresh salsa. This is really good salsa. I'm going to stop what I'm doing at this party and find out where this salsa came from. So I stopped what I was doing. I was like, Sarah, do you know who brought that salsa? And um, she's like, oh, I think Chris Perfect wife or girlfriend did. And so I was going around, and I'm like, where? What is, what is this salsa? And I think you can tell me this, Marty. I think it was a – was that your salsa at that time, or was it a, a kit that you were selling? It was a kit. It was a kit. Anyways, I tried that salsa, and I fell in love with that salsa. And then, so through you know some friends, we we actually met. We found each other at a bar. What was it? Uh, not too long ago, a couple the weeks broken ago. Oar. The broken oar. Broken oar. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he ended up on the other side of the bar, and he actually had some of his salsa on him, and uh, illegally always carried it. Always <laughs> yeah, carried. It. I love. I love the illegalness of that. <laughs> It makes it taste better. Yes, it does. You got so, it. So uh, Mike, Mike, and Marty have opened up their their starting a company, you know, and I want to hear all about it tonight. I want to hear less of me and a lot more of you guys. You guys are the Good salsa luck with that, kings guys. of Chicago. I have to take away. I'm going to hand over a mic uh, to you. Thank uh, you, Mike, over to you. And I just want you to tell us how you got started with this company, and I want to talk about your passion for salsa because, like. You know, you got to have passion for salsa if you're making salsa like that. So, and like, you know, how, basically how you came up with the name and everything. Let's hear it. Sure, sure. Uh, all goes back to my mom. She was making salsa. She's Irish German, but <clears throat> my father, Spanish, Native American. And everybody, every time she went to a family party, she had to compete with their food. And she was so passionate about making salsa and chilies and tacos or anything that competed with them so she had her version of it and mike and i as we grew older had our own version a derivative of hers so you know i would make it for the office i would make it for you know i worked downtown for 25 years and people were like blown away i had a guy in like around 2000 you um a uh, family that owned his family owned restaurants in St. Louis and he was trying to buy the salsa for me and I was thinking well if I ever did something with this I couldn't sell it now and not be able to sell it later so I you know respectively declined um, brilliant you know, fast right. forward through the years I was you know experimenting with different tomatoes different onions different peppers and um, you know always changing it always trying to improve it uh, and then, like when COVID happened, um, 
I, I would bring it to like a, a boat, you know, go on a boat in Lake Michigan. And I, I would specifically remember this one guy saying, you have to do something with this. You cannot sit on this. And then I would take it to Shannon, uh, Perfect, and Chris, um, Perfect. Would ha- you know, they would have like an event and I would bring it there. And they're like, you can't sit on this. You got to do something with it. And then I would like give my recipe away for, you know, and I kept it in like text form and text it to my friends and they would never make it. They would never shop. They wouldn't. <clears throat> and if they did make it, they would like screw it up. It would like turn out green or something. So, so I'm sitting there at an event with like uh, my group with uh, my best friend Lupe and um, Randy and Shannon and Chris and, and Shannon brings in this uh, cocoa ball. If you remember those like hot chocolate or hot chocolate cocoa balls. And she's like, one of her friends made that. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. You know, you take it and you make it. And then it just kind of hit me that night. I'm like, why don't I make a kit? Nobody's making my salsa after I give them the recipe. Why don't I make a do-it-yourself salsa kit? Kind of like HelloFresh or Blue Apron meat salsa. So started investigating, like, tomatoes and bowls and things that I could put, like, a salad bowl together and um, sell it uh, at a farmer's market. Because everybody said, if you're going to make salsa, you got to, or if you're going to try and sell something, you got to do it at a farmer's market. So um, started investigating that. And I happened to get, I got laid off. So while I was, you know, interviewing, I opened up a, a company, um, not even a year ago, and uh, went to my brother, then who's a graphic artist, probably the, he he does so many brilliant things. It's amazing. Oh, and you, the, the logo you guys have is awesome, man. Awesome. So, you did a great job with that. Yeah. So my brother Mike, who's sitting right here to my left, um, he is amazing. So it was like kind of my vision. And, you know, the two of us, Buttonheads, and Jill's here, his, his wife. Yeah. And, uh, she had a lot to do with the, oh, the logo as well. Yeah, for sure. We were, we were doing... It's a great logo. It really is. We were doing, um, you know, the fonts. We were doing, um, you know, the, the design. The, the, you know, it was kind of like my vision and his um, talents, kind of putting it together slowly. Um, but, you know, yeah. eventually we got the logo going. <laughs> Uh, got in the farmer's markets, did, like, the food, you know, uh, manager safety test because, you know, if you're going to get in the farmer's markets, you got to go through the health department. So did all that. Um, got to do a few just to see kind of, like, what the response would be, you know, not only the, the product but just the idea of doing a kit. And that's where you happen to stumble on it. Like, over the summer, um, people would make my salsa in their homes. So they would, in two minutes, unpack a salad bowl, Produce bag, drop in a blender, tomato box, pour it in a blender, spice bag, tear it open, pour it in a blender. No brainer, you know, cut a line, squeeze it in. Five seconds after chopping it, they were pouring my salsa in their kitchen, homemade. Changed like people's lives. I, I, oh, mean, I bet you. I, I mean, I it, believe not, it. Not, not, not yeah. to my own horn, but exactly. I have people coming up to me right now saying that their family did dinner differently because of me. Like they would put it on fish, they would put it on chicken, they would put it on. Their, you know, Asian food, their rice, their whatever. And, um, and dinner was different because they would come to my booth at the farmer's market, whether it was like Wakanda or Buffalo Grove or uh, Lake Zurich or something, they would buy this and then they would make the salsa in their kitchen. And, you know, it was wildly um, it took successful. Off. Yeah. It took off right away. The tasting of it was, was the hook. So if people tasted it, we were talking about this earlier today, that, you know, 80%, 90% of the people who just tasted it, like, were buying it. And then you had to explain to them, oh, this is a kit, do it yourself. And, you know, people were, like, definitely confused. People were, you know, definitely um, a little bit more 
um, you know, skeptical of whether or not it would, you know, come out the way that I had it at the booth. But um, it really did. It really did. People were coming back, high-fiving me like it was just the way you did it. And I had repeat customers. You know, we do four different heats. So, you know, we were definitely taking on, um, you know, kids, people who had uh, no heat tolerance at all in, in eating the miles, all the way up to the very hots. And we would have, like, tons of people that were uh, in between. So, um, end of the summer, started getting asked to go to, like, breweries. Um, fests, you know, maybe a pumpkin fest here or a, a brewery there. And so I started making it in these 16-ounce um, bowls. They were really heavy, like pound-and-a-half salsa bowls, and uh, selling with chips so that people can go sit down, uh, eat it with their families at, uh, you know, the pumpkin fest or a brewery or something. And then we started looking at seeing if we can get it in the store. So first store, Stomping Grounds in Lake Zurich, um, said, sure, bring it in. Um, she was at my booth. She loved it. Uh, health food store, always healthy in Lake Zurich. They wanted it too. Uh, everything that I make is out of the commercial kitchen in Wakanda called Bliss Widening Gifts. They sell it out of their cooler. Um, Doc's Bar and Grill in Wakanda. Anytime you get like quesadillas, nachos, chips and salsa, get it right there. So right now we're uh, at farmer's markets in, in Wisconsin because they have some really, really nice farmer's markets up there in uh, Racine and uh, in Kenosha. So we're selling it at a couple of booths up there. But um, just uh, this week had my first meeting with a grocery store and uh, going to probably be in there in the next couple of weeks called Fresh Time in Crystal Lake. That's huge, man. Love Congratulations, it. Congratulations, man. That's so awesome. I am so happy. And I'd like to announce right now uh, for all my McHenry people, because you know where I'm from, uh, Don Subs will be selling their salsa out of there also. Uh, wow. So you can go over there and sell that salsa. Check it out, McHenry. Like, support these guys. Salsa Kings are going to be sold at Don Subs. Uh, and uh, go over there and support us, guys. And, you know, we're working some stuff out with these guys, and they're definitely going to be a part of the, of the Club 400 team going forward. Cup fans helping Cup fans. I don't know way to raise a million dollars, but – you know, you guys are the Salsa Kings, and like, tell us about the internal struggles that you've had in your lives, maybe with about competing with each other and who makes the best salsa. Um, <laughs> the internal struggles. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike did challenge me to a salsa yeah. contest. Uh. So back um, when I first started making my salsa, I started bringing it into my office as well. I uh, worked in displays and had um, been making it almost every single week from 1990 through... <laughs> 2000 and uh, I'd say 2005 or so. I mean, I literally just we had our different versions and people would just ask me, you got to you got to let me try or make your salsa, send it out. And like he said, you text it, you email it, you send it in printed form and nobody can match how you make it um, <clears throat> with myself and my brother. Uh, we had a, a, a friendly rivalry, I would say. Yeah, I came out of nowhere, really. I'd yeah, like, I'd like to hear more about the internal struggle. Mike, yeah. Mike salsa really was the the talk of our group. It Mike was. salsa has the greatest. Mike's got the greatest salsa. I'm like Mike, I don't know. Nah. Well, I don't know. That was the thing. He wasn't really trying hard enough. I don't Sleeper. Think. Yeah. I think Club 400 might have to determine the winner of this uh, one. They're 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 very different. Um, different. Um, now I, I want to taste yes. both. Now. Right. I didn't bring mine, so I didn't know. Yeah, it was a last minute thing for me to come out here. But, um, <laughs> We're glad you're here. Yeah, so I'll have my guac. If do, do you make guac? <gasps> uh, I do. 
I eat I, guac. I, I, I see. All right. Oh, man. So, well, so we had a golf outing, and yeah. he challenged me to a, a salsa contest off. in front of salsa off. All of our right. friends, sixty-four golfers. Oh yeah, we have a and oh, back, huge back golf outing every single year. Back at Mike's in house, my house, in, in my own home. Own he house. did this to my own in my own home. So he makes it. And he was the first group because he's hosting the golf outing, so he's got to get back there and get the food ready and get everything ready. So he had it made, and everybody's eating it. And I'm the last group. I'm picking up all the markers, and I come there, last group. And everybody's like, uh, Marty, there's no way you're going to win. Mike is the greatest. We're all going to vote for him. And I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on. And I did kind of like a salsa kit. I brought every all the produce. I brought, you know, the tomato cans and and. and Ready to make it on the spot, so I'm like, just take out, take it easy, take it easy. Wait till you taste mine. So I made the salsa right in front of all of them, poured it right out of the blender, right into the bowl. They all blah, tried blah, it. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love sense, this. I sense a little bitterness. I love this. He got one vote. <gasps> Get out. Yeah, it was me. It was my, it was my, my own, own vote. vote. Yeah. <laughs> Slam dunk. Wow. Even his wife Jill, who's here right now, yeah. she voted for you for me. Mm-hmm. All her brothers voted for me. Like. He, I had a bad day. I'm sorry. I had a bad day. It was yeah. So that was kind of like where they got the idea of like. Plus everybody was drunk. Yeah, you know, taste buds were yeah. 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 They probably all had COVID. They couldn't taste. Yeah, that was way before COVID. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to me, this this literally was about five years ago. Like two. No, whatever. It was two. So I think salsa is, I mean, mine's very fresh. Mine's made like yesterday or today, you know, when you eat it. Like the ones I was eating earlier today was made today, right? So when I go to the farmer's markets, I make it the day before the day of, and people just like get these popping flavors. Salsa is really a low bar, uh, you know, not to say that it's like un... Um, unattainable to make a great salsa, but it's such a low bar because everything tastes the same when you yeah, eat a jar of salsa. The onions taste like the tomatoes. The tomatoes taste like everything else. There's no yeah. cilantro pop. There's I no agree. nothing. Everything tastes the same. So there's no identifying flavors. And when you make it and you eat it fresh is when you get the flavors. So that's why I beat Mike's salsa because it was right out of the blender. So that's how I wanted people to experience it, and that's why I was making salsa kits. So that was really my inspiration was fresh salsa. I didn't want to, like, mass produce it. And salsa's heated when it goes into those jars. It's, it's cooked at, you know, 240 degrees or whatever to, like, can it, and, and it changes. It alters the taste. So they put vinegar in it, and it changes yeah. and alters the taste. Yeah. So how, how do you take your product, then, as you just described it, and get it into the store? Well, I gotta rotate them then. So, so I'll, you rotate. I'll, so, how many? Like, did you talk about like how many? Are you gonna have those life? containers or? Yeah, it's a two week shelf life. Two week shelf and life. And the containers that I use are massive bowls, so they're See great it. for appetizer tables. They're great to share. They're great to like use all week or you know two weeks longer to the next time you're. So, how, do you know how many to? bring every two weeks or you just going to see as it goes see how they sell or how does that i don't know i have no idea how yeah you, you kind of estimate like the demand okay so, um you know the other day i made like 110 of them and i sold them all in two days at a farmer's market two farmers wow markets, yeah okay and so like the ones does that, that bum you out like if you go all the way to racine and you're you just sold the 110th, and you're like, oh, shit. Should've I should have brought If there were three <laughs> hours left in the market, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm going. I'm going that's to Racine happened. with them next weekend. Are you Are you on mic or no? Uh, next weekend? What are we doing? 
They seen? I'm going I'm to go hang out with Marty. A podcast. Got to ask Jill. Jill. Like, yeah. Every time uh, he's got to ask Jill. Ride or die, partner. We're going to sell some salsa, man. That's how it works. Jill, what are we doing awesome. this weekend? I'm going to Racine. I guess I'm going to Racine. <laughs> whoop, Muscatine whoop. to Racine. So, yeah, it's, and it's, it's like salsa. You got to tell us how you came up with the name because it's a brilliant okay. name, obviously. Okay. You know? So, I'm working downtown. A buddy of mine's bringing in all these peppers from his garden. And so, I was making. Or, um, uh, you know, Carolina Reaper salsa. I was yes. making ghost pepper salsa. I was making habanero salsa. I was making every kind of pepper salsa you could imagine, and people were eating them. And everybody's like, you got to go into business. You got to go into business. And I looked at my buddy, Pat Ward, and I said, if I ever did this, I'm going to be the character from Ferris Bueller, who was Abe Froman. Abe Froman. The sausage, the sausage king, king of Chicago. I go, I'm going to name this company the Salsa King of Chicago. And this was like two years before I even did it. I just like had a like a vision. Of like, that's what I want to be. I want to walk into a restaurant. <laughs> Someone say, oh, you're, you're Marty Garcia. Huh? Oh, you're the Salsa, oh, salsa, 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 salsa King of Chicago. <laughs> Touch that phone and I'll call right that's what I, that's my I goal. Love it. Uh, that's my goal is to walk in and somebody say, You're not Marty Garcia. You're not the salsa king of Chicago. <laughs> that would be That awesome, is a great right? story. And I will do it for you. I love it. <laughs> we will great. have Strategic what Club 400 that? people play. Right. We, we'll, we right. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll make that. that happen. We'll make that happen. Somebody's got to videotape I that. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like craving some salsa. I know. I really well, want it's like, salsa. Well, it's like seven feet from us right now, I and I can smell so it. I, know. I just don't want to be rude crunching into the microphone. I have a question that is so not related, but it is kind of related. You mentioned Chris. Perfect. Yeah. You guys are friends with him? Yeah. Uh, we kind of are too, right? Would you say he traveled? Yeah, I, would say, he, I would say we're family. Yeah, he went on yeah, a road trip I, I do want to point out, it was Shannon. Pretty who much brought this? Told me about yeah. these guys. So my I, question. I don't want to make that specific point because she was like, she said, "Oh my, my guy Marty makes this salsa, and his brother." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like, this is the best." You know? So my question about about Chris is, is that his real last name or is that a stage name? Oh, uh, that's his real last name. Okay, that's I was just awesome. I've always wondered that. I thought it was a stage name. Well, I mean, you know, and because when you when he's out there, like they post pictures on the beach. When he's like, yeah, right. When he's out there singing Billy Idol up on stage, you know, do it, you know, uh, Chris Perfect. (laughs) You know, those two together, they can take some really nice beach photos. They, they can. You, William, not so good. No, we're better for the (laughs) podcast. He's gotta sing something else besides the Rebel Yell. He does, but he's good at the record. One song. Yeah, one thing I was you hear that first note and you're like, oh, here comes Chris. Honestly, if I was going to sing one song, that would be it. I would sing Rebel Yell for sure. Okay, for sure. Marty had posters of Billy Idol in his room. I did. I'm not and Prince. I'm not Prince. David Lee Roth. Okay, nice. And Michael Jordan. Okay, and Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan. All right. But he had a lot of posters. This is weird. I'm just remembering. Are we going to go there? What posters did you have on your room growing up? Farrah Fawcett Majors. Uh, I don't remember. Musician. Led Zeppelin. Musician. Oh, musician. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Mm. The Who. Okay. Rolling Stones. Sure. Led Zeppelin. Sure. The Doors. You know. The okay. greatest. 60s. Yeah. You know. 70s. Did you, have, did you have posters? I did. It was an Alf poster. 
Elf. Like, Elf. Hey, Willie. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking hey, that Elf? We're I thought lucky. you meant Elf. <laughs> No, I like love, Santa's no, coming. Really? Santa's I love coming. The show Elf. Okay, I don't know why, but I did. All right, it was like my did favorite you, show. Did you really? Well, my mind is blown. I think it said like, "Hey, Willie, no yeah. problem." Yeah. Oh my god! I did Yo, not Willie. see that coming. Yo, Willie. I, I kind of feel bad for him at this point. That's kind of sad. <laughs> Sorry, Stu. How did you meet girls? <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> We're learning a lot about this man. <laughs> Via this show. Is that the only poster? Yeah, right. <laughs> anything else, dude, please. There was, there was anything else. It was on the ceiling. Cartman. I didn't have that badass Andre the Awesome poster. Yeah. He was like a Chicago cop. I remember he was wearing the cop hat. He was like, that was the coolest poster ever. Susie, but come in my room. I, I want you to see my poster. Wow. <laughs> Yo, Willie. Oh, hell's breaking out loose, William. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. That's. That's really important information that we just yeah, found out about I know, that was good. McVicker. Not planned it. either. That's I awesome. All right, Nicole, you're not going out of here. Yeah, who's what poster did you have? What, yeah, you had to have a poster. Wait, let's guess. Oh, you could guess. Leaf Garrett. No. No, Scott I don't Bale. think she's that old. Hold no. on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it was the, the guy from the Partridge family. It, no. I didn't even watch how, that how show. <laughs> that was way before my How old are you? How about Mario Lopez? How young are you? Not how young am I? How young do I feel? I feel 17. Does that help? Well, here. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Hanson. No. Mm, okay. New kids on the block. Yes! Okay. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. NKOTV. I did so see them in concert. So predictable. What, whatever. It took you five minutes to guess. It's not predictable. Well, I, no. I don't and even I, know who what they sing. That's okay. And so that's fine. Know. They were, I mean, they were big for a little mm-hmm. while, but I saw them in concert like Two years ago, three years ago, with um, a good friend of mine that we had been fr- uh, friends since we were six, and we saw them in concert in Indiana. It was I was instantly transported back to ten years old. It was a little bit creepy. I was like, you know, walking in totally fine, and then they get on stage and I'm screaming like a schoolgirl. It was weird. It was like a it was you know, like it's weird. I can't relate at all. What's weird now that is I'm Nicole's totally married, has five kids, and she's got. That poster is not in her room, but she's got a different poster in her room. Patrick Wisdom. I don't know what your husband whoop, says about whoop. that. Moving on. Next okay. next topic. Moving on. Did you have him autograph it? Autograph. You're. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're not even Let's drinking. Go back to the salsa real quick. <laughs> yeah, uh, real quick. No, the one king. of the things I did. I did want to go back to the salsa real quick because I wanted to say this. Like, te- the texture of the salsa is important, right? And like, I think yeah, you. Your texture of the salsa, not to mention like yeah, the we, we're eating the extra hot tonight, and that, that as soon as you take that in, you you taste it, and then you taste it for about a you know a little bit later, it comes at you again. But man, there's so much flavor in there, and like you asked me earlier, like so, what's your favorite flavor? And I, and you know I always say like I, I I do love hot stuff, but like you know sometimes it's better not to do hot stuff and drop down lower levels to get flavor. But all your salsas from single, double, triple, home run, grand slam. Oh, was that a hint somewhere there, William? It was. Are unbelievable because they all have taste with the heat mixed perfectly. So how do you, how did you? Is that like, ba- is that the freshness the that brings? There? It is. They're all handcrafted. They are all like like great beer, great wine, just like salsa can be handcrafted. So I make everyone, you know, by hand. Um, blend it 
in to the optimal amount of blending, to the optimal texture, because it can definitely come out chunky. It can definitely come out like soup. So you got to, you know, optimal blend everything. You so, have it down to a science now at this point, though. I do. Obviously. Yeah. I have an, well, I'm declaring war on salsa. The king is declaring war on salsa because oh. it has been, salsa has been, like, bastardized. For some, reason, for some reason, just, like, taken for granted, honestly, because it could be so good. Yeah. But it is so bad out there. But you know what, though? That's such a good point because I feel like anytime you go to any kind of a Mexican restaurant, specifically what is like the first thing that you notice like they've got great salsa Mm -hmm. they've got great salsa it's kind of like that's rare but it is it is but it's the litmus test of what how the rest of your meal is going to be yes exactly i mean you're disappointed at the salsa exactly Uh, you know like i was expecting much more yes either like Stu was saying like the heat was so much it burns your mouth and you have zero flavor or it's so mild and it's not even fun right you have nailed it. You have nailed My it. My problem when I eat level. the salsa king salsa is that I don't get to the meal. I just have chips and salsa. But you know what? That's meal. okay. Right. You'd be Forget surprised the how many people have that as a meal. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There are there is like a cult out there of but, salsa people. And yes. Yeah, Stu is one of them. I, I see salsa people all the time at my booth. They yeah. like stop in their tracks. I like my my famous line i say do you like salsa or do you love salsa? And they stop in their trucks. I'm like, who doesn't love salsa? And they right. come to the booth. And they try it, and as soon as they try it, they like look at their partner, whoever they came there with, and they're like, "You have to try this; it's amazing." Yeah. And they'll go grab somebody that they they walked in with, they like walked away, and have to go get them. And that's it. And just to clarify, Marty, this is important for me with kids and all that stuff. You don't put any preservatives, Zero. or additives, Zero. flavors, colorings, Zero. sugar, nothing. Produce like it is all beautiful, healthy. Okay, so worst case scenario, you eat an entire bowl of salsa. You're good. <laughs> I, I mean, I would say that's okay. Maybe William can lose some weight. I don't oh, know. boy. Wow. I said it sounds, like, all need sounds like a challenge. I, wow. yeah, I see nice. we all challenge. All right. Sorry, the four of us yeah. go on the weight loss challenge. <laughs> Quick little game for you guys. The top five things that people put your salsa on. Eggs. Oh. Eggs Ooh. is phenomenal. Ooh. Fish. I already tried it. Number Fish? It's great. Fish? Tilapia. Yes. Tilapia? Oh, God, yeah. Like, okay. okay, wait, wait, I put wait. it on before rice. Can we move after? this to top 10? I'm loving this wait, list. before or after it's cooked? After. What? I, the eggs? I mean. No, no, no. The, 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 the tilapia. I put, I no. cook the fish and then throw the salsa on top. On top, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I'll do huevos rancheros. Tacos. Oh. All my tacos. With, with tortillas on the side. Oh, my God. I'm all of a sudden hungry now. Yeah. I'll go. Breakfast um, burritos. Yeah, we got uh, oh, a, 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 a little um, Mexican restaurant by our, or not uh, Farmer's Market over by us, um, they sell fresh carnitas. So I go Sundays, get a couple pounds of carnitas, tortillas, and wham. Yeah, and that's how Mike and I grew up. Our grandma would make carnitas every Sunday morning. Our father would take us down to Logan Square. Mm -hmm. So we're from the city, and she would make carnitas every morning. I can still taste it for this day. And and then when you eat it, it takes you like um, ratatouille right back to that time. And I can tell you, Carlos, the guy who was here on uh, Schwindel night, te- sent me a text message saying, this is the greatest salsa you ever had. He took it very hot. The nicest text that you know, I've gotten. And Carlos I, is the bomb. He would, and he would inspiring. know. He would know. And he said, it reminds me of the salsa my mom used to make when I was growing up. And I, where can you get that? You know, that, is that mm-hmm. legit or what? Oh, it's I mean, that's the main thing. As, I, as I've told Marty before, man, we just got to get people to try it, right? 
they try it, they're going to love it, and they're going to, you know, buy it. It's uh, authentic. And that's why I, you know, I think our Club 400 Lager is awesome. I think Club 400 Lager with your guys' salsa is awesome. I've tried it six times, and it's been it's awesome like all six match, times. You know, yeah, like, it was like it was made to be together. So, yeah, sure. I mean, it's just, I'm so happy to meet these Not guys. Not helping with my weight the, loss, but it was it's The definitely. best thing about these guys, William, is they don't know where they're, like, they're going to party with us, like, Oh my gosh! Go on a road trip. They have no idea. No, they have no idea what's right. in store. Right now, I'm going to right. Iowa. Joe, and I apologize yes. in advance. <laughs> I mean, we should get these guys to go to Muscatine. Yeah, for sure. Should. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. we'll talk. You can bring Jill the, the first time, but then after months. that, she, you know, just to, so you know, everything's on the up and up. Right. Well, I'm a little outnumbered, so I wouldn't mind a little bit of of, of oh, the, of the yeah, female okay. representation. Okay. Jill's a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> She looks. She looks like she could be fun. <laughs> you can hang with the boys. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You gotta, you gotta keep them in check a little bit. Good. It's all right. I don't want my mom there. <laughs> <laughs> and we just and just to be clear, and I know you kind of mentioned this too, but if you guys were at the Frank Schwindel party, the salsa oh. king. That's where it was. It was all displayed. I know you mentioned that, but just to reiterate that, if you guys were there and you didn't hear Stu's announcement or hear Marty talk about it, the salsa that was upstairs with the pizza, that was the Salsa King. Mm -hmm. So if you guys tried that, this is the salsa that we're referring to. And it's every time I have it, it gets better and better. And yes. if you stole my Salsa King t-shirt, that's totally <laughs> cool. Just wear it all over the place and wear it proudly. That's what I have to say, because I got another one. I brought him another one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and everybody, a lot of people went home with salsa that night. I'll tell you they what. Did, yeah. We need to Definitely. import in some swag. You know, like we did the Club 400 beer to uh, Arizona. We need to get oh, yeah. Salsa King shirt yeah. oh, you know, man. at our tailgate party. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We will work that out. Spring that'd training. Be, we will work that that'd out. That'd be awesome. What we got. We should better. get you guys out to spring training. Let's go! Oh my gosh, man! You guys, I love. I'll spring tell you training. what. Oh, Mesa, Arizona is a beautiful place. My guy, Jason Peters. I hope to book something with you really soon. I know Crowley. I negotiated an extra night at uh, JP's place for Crowley last night, but uh, yeah, spring training. Hopefully, we'll be right around the corner. And uh, the player interaction there is amazing. Oh, it's unbelievable! Yeah. I and you've actually got a player that's there that's tried your salsa. Yeah, so maybe he'll tell oh, some yeah. other guys. And they walk right up to the tent. Yeah. Have some beer yeah, and salsa. Frank tried the your third salsa. Inning. What did he tell he you? He went home with a couple he of bowls. Actually, yeah, he, he took it, it home to, yeah, or not home, but he went to French window, the hotel with salsa. it. That's yeah. a poster. He got a, he got a heat that he wanted, and Kat got a heat that she wanted, and we gave him a bag of chips. And mm -hmm. they didn't have any chips, so we're like, what are we going to do with this when we get back to the hotel? Here you go. Here's some chips. You got, you're like, I got a so, list of things you can do when you get back to the hotel. I understand, <laughs> I understand they did not fall asleep that night. They William, just PG. hate this also. What? They have PG. good movies and stuff in the hotels, and they got the little mini bar yeah, and stuff. I mean, right. they're without their kid for the first time, for I goodness know. sake. Yellowstone, oh, they were so cute. They caught up on Yellowstone. Yeah. They were so cute <laughs> yeah. together. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was an amazing night. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't. Stu. We're, no, we're, we're going to close this podcast off here because we don't like to go over 50 minutes, right, William? Where are we at right now? 55. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to cut the last five minutes right off. On, that was right but on I didn't everything we just said guys, is going like, to be cut well, off. We are with the Salsa Kings of Chicago, Mike and Marty, the brothers, like no other, man. Um, Abe Froman. The cool, yeah, the Abe Froman of Salsa, basically. Um, Coolest thing was is yeah we debuted their salsa here at the Frank Schwindel party but that was your guys's first experience here at Club Four Hundred yes. 
tell us like what you guys thought of the whole entire evening. That, like, what did you think you're walking into, and what did you experience? Not, you know, not this. I My head is still spinning. Yes, I, it I, is I, still spinning. I'm still in awe of everything that's down here. I cannot explain. I've tried to explain it to everybody who you know I talked to about this place, and words don't don't can't. I I still can't talk about. I can't, still can't explain how impressed and how, how overwhelmed I am about your Club Four Hundred. The Rizzo bobblehead, life-size bobblehead, is amazing. The the autog- There's like seven autographs in that corner for yeah. Rizzo. Yeah, it's incredible. And all the bats of everybody only, who was on the team. There's only six now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he took one right off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I ripped the pad out of his hand. But the, the Club 400, I mean, it literally is an experience, oh isn't my God. it? It's, you can't describe it it's until a museum. you're here. It's a museum. And the pictures, like I tell people all it's the like time. It's like a theme park. It is. Oh my the God. pictures do not do it justice. And even if you're not a Cubs fan, mm-hmm. you can still come down here and appreciate the detail and the love of baseball that Stu has put into this. It's, it's incredible. It is a Cub fan's Disney yeah, yeah. It is wait, wait till you're at a a large party where it's outside too. Oh yeah, it's like a circus. The Romeos are playing. They right. play. <laughs> yeah, they play. There's there's like booths set up. You'll have a booth kissing. There's a kissing <laughs> booth. <laughs> there's a kissing booth. Yeah. That, no, but that's, that's a usually good. That one a.m. That's a good idea. Can you write that down, Nicole? <laughs> kissing booth. <laughs> Right after it, it karaoke. It just depends on yeah. who's going to be in it. Right. It yeah. doesn't matter Will at this point. Will that be you, William? Or are you going to be? <laughs> Maybe. That's awesome. <laughs> we should have a vote. We should have a All vote. Right, yeah. Who should be yeah. in the kissing booth? I'll be booth. in the kissing booth. I don't care. Twitter, Twitter chat. They'll be anything for, all around. Anything for the club. <laughs> I'll have to sacrifice. I'll do it. But, but the people here were that night were just amazing. Uh, yeah. Just like yeah. the, the generosity. Yeah. Melee and, and Sosa's uh, hitting coach. Julian, um, Julian yeah. um, the, the gentleman who does the Spanish broadcast for mm-hmm. uh, Miguel, I think his name is. I can't uh, remember, I can't remember yeah. but, but he, great guy. The, he's saying karaoke at the end. He's yeah. saying an Elvis yeah, 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 yeah. that just yeah. blew yeah. Mike and I away because yeah, yeah. we love Elvis. That was great. Blew us away. And then uh, I hit you with a little Neil Diamond. You came out and sang. Carlos came and sang. Oh, <laughs> William got a mic. Mike got a mic. No, that was a nobody remembers party my cheap like, trick. We've oh. never seen before. Was that was amazing. unreal. And then we got Nicole. Nicole yes. sang. I videotaped Tell you. Tell us about that, Nicole. No, you I did. No, you did. I did. I got oh, it. Oh my gosh! It's on my phone. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Oh. She's like, "Oh no, I'm not going to sing. I don't know how to sing." I and videotaped she it. It's like nailed it. What? <laughs> No, Stu does oh, not know. Let, do you want me to get my phone? No, please don't. <laughs> please don't. No, but send it to me after the show. Oh, well, you got no, it. You got no, it. no, no I liked you. Don't ruin it. Okay? It's going on don't YouTube. Don't ruin it. Yes. Very funny. No, Stu made everybody stop. He's like, the bar is shut down until Nicole gets up there and sings. Because I've told him, like, I used to sing a lot, but... I stopped singing. That should be our outro because, song. No, no, because... Oh, oh my gosh. I will it. kill you. I will kill you, William. Please. I will kill you. I'm not kidding. Oh, oh my, if you end up dead tomorrow... Oh, my gosh. I don't This is recorded. Mike, I had a good I, life, guys. Mike, I, I had a good like life. You. Mike, I did like you. Don't ruin it, please. I can't. I, can't. I had a great life, Mike, actually. I'm so... <laughs> Mike, I'm... Mike, I'm, uh, I'm going to kill Nicole. you. I'm, Cue the video. I'm sweating now. Please stop. No. Hey, you know what? Don't. I'm sweating. Hey, I have Mike singing too. You he sang "Surrender" by Deep You Trick. would be I got the. That. You would stop. be the second no, non-professional. Don't. Oh my gosh! I love it. Oh my gosh, Mike! Oh, yeah. I liked oh. you. Don't ruin Did it. Did you send it? <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing that. Yeah, no, we are. 
Um, <laughs> it's Stu's show. Go ahead, Stu. Uh, that will be played at the end of the podcast. All right. Yes, it will because you did. You're a really good singer. No. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going. But you know, what? I'll tell you what. Actually, Marty is a really good singer too. He, he is. He's a good singer. He really is. No, we're putting. We're putting. We're putting so we will put that up. Um, real quick, Randall Roadhouse, Ron Coomer, Frank Schwindel, Fly the Wood, Matt Kammer, Hootie Productions. Huddy Productions. <laughs> Laura Baker, our best photographer. She's our photographer that's She's here amazing. at mostly all of our events. And Office Depot for supplying a lot of great things, right, Nicole? Absolutely. They're incredible. The ones in Elgin, I know because there's a bunch of them, but Jean specifically, out in Elgin, she's been so good to us. Everything we print, she gets us this great deal. Doesn't even have to, like, she doesn't miss a beat. She's great. So, big shout out to them. They're they're super helpful. I will say this. Save the date. If you stuck around this long, you should get a little piece of information here. March 19th. Just save the date. Possibly our baseball is back party with the Salsa Kings in the house. Pa- William. Possibly the Salsa Kings or possibly a party. Possibly a party with oh, the okay. Salsa Kings. All right, and with some special surprises. Player, let me say this. Maybe a player who had a big home run against the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm. Maybe. Mm. And other surprises, as always, because we got mm-hmm. Julian Mar- Martinez behind us, man. I think we could give a clue on who that player is besides a big home it run. might have been like 16 or Maybe something. somebody here at the table caught his 100th home run. And doesn't oh, have it let's anymore. Hear about that real like, quick. We got to end this podcast, William. Okay, you you brought it up. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear this. Marty, tell us this great story here. Okay, okay. I'm at uh, I'm in left field, and I went to left field many times. Always I used to live field. behind the scoreboard on the corner of Waveland and Sheffield. I had a rooftop apartment, and Moises Alou knew who I was because I would cheer him on every game. And just like Frank the Tank was from old school movie, I used to scream out to Moises Alou, Alou, you're my boy. Like, Blue, you're my boy. <laughs> from old school. So yes. I would say that all the time. Alou, you're my boy. And he would hear me, like in the grandstands, point up at me and say, how come you're not sitting in left field? Because he no would, way. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. And the whole section would turn around and look at me like, how did you get him to point at you up here? So he would know me from left field. So I would say, Alu, you're my boy all the time. And I also used to say, because I used to chew tobacco, Alu, I want your chew. Alu, I want your chew. I would say it all the time. All the time. So it goes on for a couple of years. He knows who I am just from hearing me. I don't know if you could recognize me by face today. but So ninth inning, game's going on. Or, wait, actually, I'll rewind. Earlier in the game, uh, Aramis Ramirez hits a home run. It lands about 20 feet to the right of me and rolls on the, the bleacher floor until it got to me and I pick it up. And I'm on TV with my brother Tony, my uh, buddy Greg Sandler, and uh, his client get Aramis Ramirez's 100th home run ball, right? My buddy looks at me and goes, hey, this guy gives me $5 million of business a year. Can he have the ball? And I'm like, all right. So I gave him Aramis Ramirez's 100th ball. I was floored. Couldn't believe it. He's a huge Tiger fan. What do you want to say? You better I be buying say, some like, salsa. I was, was, was going to tell say. him, Marty, like, bring that ball here March 19th. 
and get that thing. Simon, so I gave it away, but Marty's that type of guy. He's giving away a lot of salsa to us, and I love it. But so uh, the story's not over. Fast forward, ninth yeah. inning, and there's more. I lose, played left field, one out, and I say, Lou, I want your chew. He comes running over to the left field bleachers, throws it up to the bleachers for me to catch it. He knows I want it. I've wanted it for a couple of years. Hits the basket, lands on a warning track. The whole left field bleachers goes, oh, he almost had it. And he goes running back to his spot. They make the second out. He comes running back, picks it up off the warning track, throws it up again to me, and I catch it, and the whole freaking stadium goes up for grabs because during the middle of a game, Alou comes and throws me his chew that I've been asking for for a couple Copenhagen. Years. Copenhagen, yep. Copenhagen, in case you're wondering. That's classic. Runs that's, back that's to his great. spot. And the Cubs won the game because it was the ninth inning and they were winning the game. So we, then we need to get Moises Lou over here to try your guys' salsa. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Just go for full circle here right now. Same you know? game. A lose chew in one hand. Ramirez. Uh, Ramirez ball in the other. And a week and a half later, the story comes out, Alou pees on his hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You didn't know I was that? bragging heard about that? it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a famous story. Yeah, I used to have like it's funny that he said he used to have a like a chant for Moises Lou. I had mine, and it was for Sammy. I don't think I ever did it on this podcast. You're gonna do it now, though. I'm gonna do it because but this is see see how this works, Nicole. I'm gonna do it. He's bringing the people what they want. No, this is what I'm hanging. So I'm in right field, right? Whenever I went to the Cub games, especially when Sosa was playing, I'm in right field, you know, and I'm yelling at him a lot. You know, he's my favorite player of all time, for sure. So, so he got to know me too, kind of like Moises Lou got to know you because you know you say the same thing and you show up enough, they're gonna know who you are. You know, and that was me and Sammy. Sammy knew who I was, and I, you know, he, I had a, like I said before, the one of the reasons why I love Sammy is because like every time I met him, he was like an unbelievable guy to me. You know, like he went out of his way to like sign autographs for me and my brother when we were younger and stuff. Like he didn't like walk by and act like he was too big. You know. So I always appreciated Sammy because of that, because, like, you know, he gave me the same respect for how much I loved him. But uh, here it is, Wyoming. You ready? I'm ready. I want to hear it. Sammy! Sammy, buddy! Sammy! Repeated many and, times. And he liked that? <laughs> and you wrote that yourself. <laughs> He liked, he liked that. Huh? That was it. Let's that was get my ready chance. to rumble. Sammy, Sammy, buddy, Sammy. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy buddy, Sammy. My friends, you if skip you the ask last my verse. true friends, right? Just in case Sammy you want to see about a picture that of Stu and his brother yeah. when they were so younger. Marty and I, about Sammy Sosa, we were at the Brant Brown game uh, up in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And I was Brent in. Brant Brown game. When Brant Brown, Brown dropped the ball. Yeah. I was in and left field. Right I, was, behind uh, and I was at the foul pole in right field. He was in right field. And, uh, it was a day game. Yeah, it was. We were at the, I we're was the in, night game before, too. So there's only two seats in fair territory at the foul pole. And I'm yelling at Sammy, Sammy. Go the other way. Go the other way. And that's the game he hit 65 and 66 against uh, uh, the Brewers. On the stadium. 65, just out of my reach. No way. They scooped really? that guy up and took him down to the yeah player personnel. And they, they, they gave him, like, 
uh, everything for that ball. Yeah, he got yeah, they, number 65. They were I selling those it. on the internet like yeah. the next day for like forty, fifty, seventy thousand dollars yeah. I'll tell you what, that was that was our last day for what we haven't really talked about it on this podcast, but I promised you the reason why we haven't is because when we do it, we're going to do it right. We're going to get Carrie Wood involved and stuff like that. But a lot of you guys know that we came up with the We Got Wood t-shirts. But that Brent Brown game, I think, was the last time that we ever sold t-shirts. You know, And uh, that was the game. And I remember I was actually working in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. And uh, I, I went in the back room and I, put my, my, I called my grandma and she put the phone up to the TV. You know, for the Brant Brown drive. Oh, no. And I can't tell you how oh, I freaked no. out in this back room in the office area through a, you know, a phone. Brant Brown dropped the ball. Yeah. He no. just dropped the ball. Santos I mean, Ron Santos, the Ron Santos. No. Yeah. I mean, if, William, if you're actually any good, you could put that in here, the, the call. No, right. it was in. Yeah. Yeah, we just Cert here, it. right here. <laughs> yeah. Seven to five Cubs, bottom of the ninth. Two down, the Brewers have the bases loaded, and a 2-2 count on the hitter. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fly ball, left field. Brant Brown going back. Brant Brown drops the ball. He drops the ball. Three runs will score, and the Brewers have beaten the Cubs. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wasn't it unbelievable? William actually inserted that right in between there. It was unbelievable. That Thank was you, fantastic. William. Wow. Was, you're so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you want, and you want yeah. this to go out tonight, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we saw the players running the bases and the we were, balls on the ground. Everybody was cheering because they thought he caught it. Yeah. The whole the game was over. There was yeah, there were um it was probably like eighty percent Cubs fans up there and yeah, the whole place was going crazy, screaming, high fiving and we're just watching them all run around the bases. And I'm, like, I'm looking at my buddy. He's like, yeah. I'm like, no, we, we, we're going to lose. <laughs> Three runs scored on that play. They won it on that play. Game over. William, Salsa Kings, best salsa around. Fantastic. Oh, you know what? That's the thing. Like, we have, a, we, you know, Mike, Alejandro, I love him. He owns our Chingon barbecue place, but. We have the kings here of the salsa. We do right have the here. kings. The kings are here. The kings and are in with the house. Club 400, and we're going to promote them as much as we possibly can because I just think I said earlier, like, Club 400 beer and this salsa is, like, perfect match. You don't need anything it's else. Unbelievable, yeah. So, uh, oh, it's a marriage. Yeah, it's a marriage. We, a marriage made in heaven, actually. Before we leave, you now said. we got to get these guys a muscatine. You said your four favorite things in the world were salsa. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. I might have left something out. Hot sauce. I know you left the Cubs. <laughs> I got like five others, beer, but beer. I'm just wondering, like, where I the hell did you come beer. up with that? Yeah. <laughs> My daughter. No? Nope. <laughs> nope. They didn't make the cut. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to reiterate that. I just want to make sure I heard that right. Are we done? <laughs> we are Cub fans helping Cub fans. Thanks for tuning in tonight to our podcast. Uh, I teased you guys with March 19th, April 23rd, our first event at Wrigley Field on a rooftop, Aiden's rooftop, and we hope to see you at Club 400 Chicago soon. Nicole, I'm going to let Nicole end the show tonight, all right? How am I ending the show? You know, just, you know. You Aren't su- you ready with an ending? <laughs> <laughs> I love when he does this. I know. It's. I'm not going to sing. Oh, we're going to end with Nicole's song, No, we're song, not, right? because William? nobody wants to hear it, right. William. No, I know. Nobody's interested. Okay. I know no. there's a lot of put people your, interested. Put your hand down, Marty. Salsa King, put your hand down. Stu, she can't no. hear us. 
No. It's going on. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, so, you can't hear us. I hate you. Hey, All the right. debut no. singing of Nicole oh, my word. Goy, G-E-U, no. right here, right now. Stop. Thanks for tuning in, guys. You Appreciate guys t- you. Turn it on. We'll see you on the next episode where we have unbelievable more news to announce. We're talking to, like, um, the Stroh Show, maybe, bro? Maybe. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Let's do it. Club 400 and out, guys. Have a good, safe night. Unity. Unity. Salsa Kings in the house. William, Nicole, love you all. Lisa over here. Did I say Lisa? You did. That's all right. It's Jill. Jill. Lisa left. She's but, upstairs but you sleeping still love, right now. You still love Lisa, though. I'm sure she'll Lisa, listen to the show yeah, later she's tonight. A, she's a doll. She's a doll. <laughs> yeah, she we is. love Lisa. All Thank right. you, guys. Thank I, you for tuning in. Arizona,